Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Kendra and Nicole. And we are on episode 17. So thank you guys for joining us today. Hopefully you guys were able to check out last week's episode. Um, And if you're not all caught up, you know, now you have some things to listen to and get all caught up because we have 17 episodes as of today. (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) Yeah. So make sure you guys are... um, Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever um, podcasts are streamed. And also follow us on Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod. Let's jump into today's episode and talk about our weekend. So, how was your weekend, Nicole? Listen, my weekend was really good. But first and foremost, I got two things that happened this weekend, and I'm just getting it out the way, okay? okay first thing first i was listening to youtuber raven and lisa's uh podcast Uh on another note oh okay it's a really good uh podcast it's pretty spicy she talks about stuff that i wouldn't think somebody whose platform is as safe would talk about oh i did see like a a clip of her saying like yeah if you want to hear the real tea listen to the podcast but i just haven't listened yet (laughs) Yes, the real tea is definitely on the podcast. I we could do a whole episode actually on her podcast, okay? Because <laughs> she spilled a lot of stuff on there. But one thing she said on there that really struck me over the weekend, mm-hmm. and I wanted to bring it up because I hear people say it all the freaking time. And um, she said she has an episode on marriage and what her beliefs are on about 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 marriage, right? Uh huh. And she gets into the commitment part and says like. Basically, she doesn't know if marriage is for her because a long-term, lifelong commitment, is that even, like, realistic because people change? Uh-huh. And it just struck a nerve with me, and her comments are off, so I can't even comment, and I don't want to be a creep and go on Instagram and comment. <laughs> but, get it out, though. <laughs> but I have to get it out, okay? I have to get it out. And the thing is, duh people do change but I get tired of when people say that because like yes people do change but it doesn't always mean that it's something negative you're supposed to change if you don't change ever like Like, something's wrong (laughs) something's wrong so I was talking I was blurting it out to my sister because I couldn't even hold it until I got to the podcast and I was saying is like even within my own marriage I would say, okay, so me and my husband been together for 15 years and every five years, his personal hobby or something he's into changes. Uh In the first five years, he got into really like self-help, self-help books. He would read a lot of books. I mean, like he would sometimes go through and listen to one book in a day. Mm -hmm. Like he was just like all these different gurus and all these different methods and all these like just mental state things right Uh uh-huh then the 10-year mark right he got into bowling and he was like doing bowling tournaments and he was just like bowling all the time like his own bowling shoes like the whole thing Uh now the 15-year mark he's really into real estate like he's really he's always been into finance he was a banker he's really into it Mm -hmm. and i just wanted to go through the podcast and shake raven and say like the change isn't always something negative like 
like girl haven't you i'm like when you take a look at yourself haven't you changed as a person like i'm sure she goes back and looks when she first started youtube she's a totally different person than she is now she's become a mother like a lot of things that's happened in her life like how could you not expect for your partner to do the same what I think it is, is she, her past is so traumatic with her ex, uh, with her, her father's, with her child's father, that I think uh-huh. that's why it's come to this. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to shake her through the thing, like, it's not always bad change. Like, you're, like, and not even just her, I just have heard it so many times. Yeah, yeah. People automatically just say, well, is the commitment really realistic? Because people change. It's just annoying. Yeah, I actually heard something about that the other day. I was listening to, um, you know, Kev on stage is yeah. He him and his wife have a podcast called The Love Hour, and they actually had. Um, if you guys watch Married at First Sight, <laughs> <laughs> they had Pastor Cal on there, and he was speaking about that very thing. He was just like, you know, you can't expect for your partner not to change if they don't change. Then that's not a good thing either because you know, in order to grow, you have to change. So it's not, like you said, it's not always a bad thing. Like as long as you're not changing in the wrong direction, you know, you know, I think somebody said something like, um, I don't know if this is the same conversation or something else I heard, but they were making a reference to, you know, I used to eat a bunch of spicy food. I love spicy food, but now that I'm pushing 40, I can't eat spicy food no more. Like my body has changed. Like my digestive system has changed. And that's, it's inevitable. It's going to happen in every part of your life. Your body's going to change. Your likes and dislikes are going to change. Your style might change. Like your food palate might change. Like, so yeah, like you said, it could be a number of things of why she thinks that way, but it's a conversation that does come up a lot. I feel like we don't give people enough grace in that area. Yeah, like it's just not enough grace, okay? And then I can talk about that forever. And number two, mm-hmm. last but not least. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I decided to start watching Insecure. Yes. Now, before <laughs> the start of this show, my husband loved Issa Rae. <laughs> he would always praise Issa Rae. Issa Rae and I went to the same acting school, and Issa, I didn't, I didn't even know she went, but she went. And so exciting to see her doing so well. Like he would just sing Issa's Rae's praises. Yeah. Let me tell you, insecure, insecure got him sick to his stomach. Oh gosh, you guys are on season one, right? Okay, we we binge watched season one. We're now on season two, episode. We're gonna watch season two, episode two tonight. Okay. And he was, I mean, at first, the for after the first couple of episodes, he was so sick to his stomach. He was like, I can't. We gotta it's stop. Like, so toxic. This is so toxic. And he and I think also because he's a lot like Lawrence in the sense of like how nice he is. Yeah. But um, I don't want to give away anything. No spoilers. No spoilers. I'm like, just keep tell him to just keep watching, okay? Yeah. So so and then for me, it was triggering to watch it because my husband worked in a bank mm-hmm. for ten years, <laughs> and he would always tell me how people get down at the bank. Yeah. And so 
I was I was so triggered watching Insecure. <laughs> I was so triggered, okay? Oh my gosh. Like I was just like hot. I I can't even lie. So we both watching this thing. We start getting an argument <laughs> because we both mad at Insecure. <laughs> oh my God. That's how you know it's a good show though, when you're so invested in the characters and like it, it it's so real because the stories that they tell are people's stories. Like for me, the show is like so relatable, not like the storylines, but just like the music and the places that they go because right. I didn't grow up in Inglewood, but my grandmother lives there. So I'm, I was always there, you know? Yeah. And so a lot of the places that they're going is like, wow, that looks different now, you know, like things like that. So yeah. I find it very like relatable. See, I noticed the places when they're at it, because there's been a few places on the episodes that I've like, oh, I've been there before, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's just like a little too relatable for me. Yeah, it is. A a lot of the the stories, I think for me, though, the stories are not, they're not, the stories are not as relatable to me. I just know people. (laughs) See, this is the thing. This is the thing about it. I'm not going to get into my own business, but the yeah. thing that irked me the most, and I don't want to give any spoilers, so I'm going to make it like if you if watch, y'all the stuff, watch them seasons one through three by now, then yeah. No. So I didn't have HBO Max, and I, now I realize I did have it. So listen, <laughs> when the, okay, there's something in there that has happened to me multiple times, and I was so triggered that I had to ask my husband, like, why do men do that? That's happened to me so many times. Uh-huh. And he had to break it down for me, right? Uh-huh. And the thing when he called her at one o'clock in the morning uh-huh. and was quiet on the phone, and he was like calling her, but he was quiet on the phone. Like, you called her. What do you want to tell her? It's one o'clock in the morning. Right. And then to, like, make a plan that you're going to go somewhere. And then I never got stood up, but I always felt like, okay, we'd have a plan. But then they didn't follow up. And it was like, why'd you call me at one o'clock in the morning? You barely talked. And then try to make a plan and then stick to the plan. Like, I never, I was, and then would ghost me, right? So it was like, I don't understand why. And that happened to me so many times. And then my husband had to break it all down, like, well, they missed you, but you were just playing so hard to get that it was just like frustrating to them. Oh. And I was just like, he was like, but they missed you, but they couldn't have you because you, you know. A, so they were in a tug of war. They was trying to figure out like, should I go all in with this? She might play me and my right. myself by even like talking to her or going to meet up with her. Man, forget it. I'm going to move on. <laughs> right. Because I could just call the, t- I Someone could just call Tasha down the street. Yeah, I can talk. I can call Tasha down the street and she's ready to go. So, so yeah, anyways, I'm like real triggered. (laughs) So, yeah. And then I also cut some of my hair off before I came here today. So, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, pray for me. me. But, anyways, Kendra, tell us about your hot weekend because you were somewhere that I was like, oh my goodness, I want to go there. So, tell us about your hot weekend. We got to go. Okay, so. It actually wasn't that hot. Only only time I did something was on Sunday because so Friday, my husband was going out of town to go see his family. He had some family coming in from out of state, from the East Coast. 
And so he went up to Northern California to um, go hang out with them and everybody. So um, I dropped him off at the airport on Friday. So it was just me and the kids this weekend. So um, my plan was, um, I'm going to go run some errands. I had to pick up a couple of things because my husband and I anniversary is on Tuesday. And so, yeah, seven years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number seven. Right. So I was like, dang, I need to add some stuff to his gift. And so I was like, ugh, I really don't want to be getting in and out of the car with these kids. It's so hot. It was so hot on Saturday. So hot. But, um... So my mom had called to ask me about something and she's like, oh, what you about to do? And I'm like, oh, I'm about to run some errands. She's like, you're not taking the kids, are you? And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to just take them with me. And she's like, no, it's okay. Just come drop them off. I was like, yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> so my mom helps me so much. I try not to like take every weekend like of hers, you know, but she loves right. her and my dad love having the kids. It was only for a couple hours. So I dropped them off. And I was like, oh, perfect, because I've been wanting to go to the Home Goods, and um, this has nothing to do with the anniversary gift. I just wanted to go to the Home Goods in Chino, and I'm <laughs> glad I went, because they had so much good stuff. So Really? Yeah, I went to the Home Goods in Chino, and the um, Nordstrom Rack over there, and I got, I got a lot of stuff. Anyways, and I found the gift that I was looking for. Um. So yeah, Saturday I did that, came back and picked up the kids, just hung out with them. And then Sunday, I picked my husband up from the airport and uh, well, I dropped the kids back off at my mom's house because we celebrated our anniversary on Sunday instead of Tuesday. So I picked him up from the airport and then we went to this restaurant um, called Mama Por Dios. Ooh. And it's a newer restaurant out this way in, in the Empire. They have one in Beverly Hills as well. And we don't have anything like that out here. So I was like, ooh, this looks nice. Like the decor is out of this world. Um, it's uh, Mexican cuisine, but it's like over the top, like Barton G. Have you been to Barton G? No, but seeing it, I've been somewhere similar, but it was in San Diego. Yeah, where they do like, these over-the-top presentations for the food bringing out the food and things like that and if it's your birthday they like come out with these lights and like make a big deal um so it was really nice like we got the food was really good um the enchiladas kind of remind me of um javier's not gonna lie really good um, so it's nice to have a place out this way that we don't have to go super far to go somewhere nice and like get really good food, nice vibe. They had a DJ in there who was playing like reggaeton, like stuff like that. Wow. And the the decor is like flowers coming from the ceiling. It's like a beautiful like garden display all over the walls, all over the bar. When they um, give you your drinks, they like do all this smoke and like they have like a bar cart so if you want to get like a specialty drink he'll they'll make it for you table side like they're just like really big on presentation there and i was here for it so (laughs) see that's when i hear those stories it always makes me want to open up a boutique because the ones out here they don't do it right and it's like if you actually open something up that's instagrammable people will be there in a heartbeat oh yeah you could definitely do that with joe's face (laughs) <laughs> well not this space but you know 
a girl, space. but we could make it into okay. So. Like, like you said, Instagrammable is what people want. Like people want yeah. people literally. I could tell the food was good though. Now, if the food was nasty, I would be like, oh, it's cool for pictures, but don't go there. But it's cool for pictures, and the food was really good. So. Um, so yeah, that was really fun. And then it's so funny because my husband was out of town. He, um, he still needed to get some stuff for my gift. <laughs> so he was like, can we go to Victoria Gardens? But well, we got to split up. <laughs> oh my goodness. He was like, wait a second. <laughs> but I was like, it's cool. Cause I had bought like some travel size perfume from Sephora. And when I got home, I was like, I don't like it. So I was like, I'll go exchange my perfume. I'll go to Zara, walk around, whatever. And then we'll meet back at the car. Yeah. So we did that and came home. So it was like, nice. don't tell me twice. Right. <laughs> so it was a really nice weekend um, with the kiddos and then celebrating our anniversary. So we'll make seven years married on Tuesday. That's so exciting. Yeah. You- By the time you guys hear this, it will be the day before yes on the september 14th so yeah okay so we'll move right along into and our, sep- oh. september 14th my um youngest daughter will be five months oh need a boo-boo yeah she's so cute um so yeah so let's move into our hot topics so oh. I forgot we had hot topics. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, girl, I thought we already did them. <laughs> I thought we already did them. I was like, mama moments. I know. Know. almost said mama moment too. So yeah, hot topics real quick. We just wanted to mention because today is the Met Gala. Um, well, tonight. And we've been seeing a lot of pictures on our timelines of what people wore and things like that. But also there was a little bit of um, drama because, not drama, but you know, yeah um a little talk about Nicki minaj because she hasn't been um seen publicly in over a year according to to instagram and so some of the fans were kind of up in arms about you know like she hasn't gone to anything we haven't seen her on any red carpets and blah 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 mind you she just had a baby not too long ago so it's understandable as to why she would you know be spending time with her family but i guess Fans don't really care about that. They just want what they want. They want the music. They want to see you, what you're going to wear. So, excuse me, she took to Twitter and said that um, she would not be attending this year. And so people were like coming up with their assumptions about why she wouldn't be there and everything. And so she said that she didn't want to risk going because of COVID. You know, there's going to be a lot of people there. I have a small baby to come home to. I'm not willing to miss out on all the holidays and like all the things going on with my kid, those special moments just to attend events. Right. And so people were still talking. So she came back an hour later and um, I mean, this is alleged because me and Nicole were talking and we're like, oh, I wonder if she got hot because there was something else um, that was mentioned. Um, Was it on her Twitter page? Yeah, she had another mention that sounded a little suspicious. So I'm not sure if she was writing this or if she was hacked. But either way, it's super relatable that she's not going to all these events. It's like, duh, yeah. just have babies. Like, yeah, so totally so, identify with that. Right. So she also mentioned that 
you know, they just had the VMAs and she was rehearsing for the VMAs. She shot a video and then she took a COVID test and she actually tested positive. So she wouldn't be able to go to the Met Gala anyway, but I think she might've been trying to keep that private, but everybody kept pushing her and pushing her. So she finally mentioned it and she's like, I don't have any nannies here because of COVID. So right. it's just me and my family and I can't hug. I can't kiss my baby. I can't even be around my baby because I don't want to give it my baby COVID. So you guys are just worried about what I'm going to wear. And I'm worried about making sure my family is safe, you know? Yeah. And so I just think it's so crazy how, you know, as a celebrity, they're not allowed to be mothers. Like, if that was any other person, it would be like, oh, that's totally understandable. Like, I wouldn't want to get my baby sick or whatever. But people just seem to cannot understand. I mean, there are some people that were on there like, you guys need to leave her alone. Like, she's a, a first-time mom at that, you know? Yeah. But um, there was a lot of people that were just like, whatever, you know, she needs to be here. We want to see her, da 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 da, da. And so you wonder why people go back into their shell and just completely like take breaks from social media and things like that because it's like I'm already sick I can't see my kid like and now you guys are pressuring me to go to some event because you want to see a dress like I'm like I got bigger I got bigger things to do yeah but I do think that you know I'm I'm you know what I'm really proud that she one didn't hide in the corner and two she said something and three if you don't want to go don't go like it's just exactly. what it is exactly kylie jenner also mentioned that she won't be attending either and we all know that she's pregnant so i wonder if that was her reasoning too but definitely like said, if it is good for them i yeah. don't know either all the people you know they're not wearing a mask yeah, all the people. And then, you know what? Something I actually forgot to mention to you is um, I was scrolling and I saw one article. I wonder who I saw it through. I don't remember who I saw it through, but mm -hmm. somebody was alleging that Rihanna was pregnant and that in her recent dazed um, covers that her stomach is protruding a little bit. And I looked at it, it did look like a little bit protruding, but she had hair covering her stomach like dreads. Yeah. And, but I was thinking she's holding the after party tonight. So there's no way I think she would be pregnant holding the after party, you know? Right. She's been looking on a thickum side lately anyway. So I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if like they caught her like at a bad angle or if she just kind of was in a relaxed moment um they try to make everybody be pregnant child i saw something somebody said uh cynthia bailey from housewives was pregnant i'm like she is <laughs> three years old i mean it could be but i doubt it <laughs> i don't foresee cynthia no people yeah. are reaching okay people just yeah, be they want everybody to be pregnant like can she just have a little happy way can she just enjoy herself and her relationship like, that's what happens when you're happy you just say forget it and you start going to all the good restaurants and eating what you want to eat sitting up watching tv nice cream baby like get what you want all right, right. <laughs> <laughs> your man don't care nothing about your fupa <laughs> you know what they really don't because i told my husband like oh yeah i'm trying to eat better i just want to lose like 10 pounds that's it i just want to lose 10 pounds that's it yeah. uh he went um he ordered me burger habit and <laughs> what did he give me the other day? He got me um uh, I woke up from a nap and I had um 
uh, Wingstop. <laughs> I was like, I, I've told him like over and over nicely, like, oh no, I'm just trying to lose like 10 pounds, just 10 pounds. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be too hard to lose 10 pounds. And he's like, okay, okay. Wingstop, Burger Habit. I swear they like us a little plump because they I'll, do. I'll, I'll tell my husband that and he'll bring home a donut. Like, bro. Really? Yeah, no, they do. They really, I really I think appreciate they do. you, but no. Like, <laughs> and then he was like, well, he had the nerve to say, well, if you really, tr- no, 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 no. And Friday he did pizza. He said, well, no, if you're really serious, then you're not going to eat it. You have to have self control. Self control? Bring it up in this house. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Costco pizza. <laughs> Who else going to eat it? <laughs> Who else going to eat it? <laughs> exactly. I was like, and he was like, no, I just think you should keep that weight on. He told me. Oh, he was honest. That's good. He was like, yeah, I still. Like mm, uh-huh. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. I love it. Um, our, our husbands are so supportive. <laughs> Look. They want us to be plump. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Um. Oh. Let's jump into our mama moment. Yes, mama moment. Mama, 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 mama moment. Do you have one this week? <sighs> Want me to go first? I can say it. I think that's what I was telling you earlier. I was like, my mama moment today is going to be, my kid's sick again. <laughs> <laughs> being oh. being a um, mom of a child that is in school, that was previously homeschooled for four years. This is like brand new territory for me. Like my kids never got sick. The one time Kenjin got sick before all of this, it was at like church in the um, kids church. But because he wasn't in school, he never really got sick, which means none of us got sick because kids are the ones who bring home the germs. So I'm just embracing it. You know, it's going to be a little different this time. Last time I was like quarantining him and trying to keep my husband from getting sick because he was going out of town. This time I'm like, Nicole, we all just going to get sick. If he's sick, we all just going to get sick. It's whatever. (laughs) Like (laughs) Like one by one, line them up. (laughs) It was so stressful trying to like keep him apart from everybody. And it's like depressing low key because it's like, you know, it's sad like of course the first day he wanted to just lay around anyway but the other days when he was feeling better he wanted to play but I had to try to keep him separate and I was just like uh and then I didn't want to get Bryson sick because I didn't know how he would um you know how his body would react but he did okay and I had like breathing treatments for him so I did have to do his breathing treatments and stuff um but he was okay um, and he's going to be getting a synergist shot, which is like a shot that they give babies who are preemies previously. Mm-hmm. And, um, it helps protect them during like cold and flu season so that they're not having to be hospitalized. Like, because a baby that, you know, has went through what he's gone through, they're more likely a common cold could put them in the hospital. Oh, wow. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so I know people kind of like look at me sideways and I'm like, oh, I can't get Bryson sick. Like, you know, and I'm just like, no, he could go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, like we cannot play around with this. Yeah, so um, 
that that synergy shot will help protect his immune system so that if he does get sick it's kind of like the vaccine like yeah you know, it's not going to prevent you from getting covid it'll just help you to not have to be hospitalized if you get covid so it's kind of long question, the question. Uh-huh. is that a shot he has to do for the rest of his life no this will probably be his last year getting it um and he only gets the shot from i think it's november through march i mean october through march okay so um yeah that's my mama moment sick kiddo well well, my mama moment is uh you know (sighs) you know how i talked about dads be daddy and (sighs) yes well Last time we recorded the podcast, I went home and you know, anytime I leave them in the house, it just comes back, just looks crazy. So I get home and I'm like, oh, it's kind of crazy. But when I left here, I felt like I was having an allergic reaction, right? Mm-hmm. So I went home, took some medicine, went to bed, and then I woke up and my daughter was sick. So we stayed at home, right? Mm-hmm. But once I was feeling better, like two days after we recorded, I started cleaning up the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just yeah. cleaning up the house, cleaning up the house. I found a Halloween bucket. No. Full of mozzarella cheese. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a bucket of Halloween candy from last year. Mozzarella mm-hmm. cheese? And so I find this bucket full. I'm cleaning my house. I found this bucket full of mozzarella cheese. I asked my husband, I said, hey, I'm cleaning up the house. Look what I just found, this, you know, this Halloween bucket full of cheese. And he he goes, this is what he goes, oh, so that's where the rest of the cheese went. (laughs) I said, what? What do you mean? It was like the kids were trying to make quesadillas because, you know, he taught them how to make quesadillas. Yeah. One of them. Hey, so sorry. Wait. So this was like shredded cheese in a bucket? Shredded cheese. <gasps> I, I'm thinking like string cheese. Oh my God. No, shredded cheese. <laughs> so my husband buys the bags full of mozzarella cheese from Costco, the big bag. Oh okay. Uh-huh. So he was like, oh my gosh, I cleaned up all the cheese on the floor. But when I looked at the bag, I thought, where's the rest of that cheese? Like <laughs> what I cleaned up couldn't have been all the cheese. Oh my god. What were you guys doing? We were having a quesadilla party. (laughs) What What happened? He was like, I don't know. I I was like, oh my god. So I did take video of this cheese. I did take photos of this bucket with cheese in it. I will (laughs) post it on the Instagram page. Oh my god. That is comedy. Yeah. How long was the cheese there? Do you know? Okay, so I think we were recorded on a Monday or Tuesday, and then I cleaned the house like Thursday or Friday. It was something <laughs> like that. It was something like it was it at least a good. Mozzarella doesn't stink that bad, right? Does it smell? No, it didn't smell. Yeah. It didn't smell, but it was just like literally this <laughs> Halloween bucket full of mozzarella shredded cheese. It's a Halloween bucket, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even want to ask which kid did it. I was done. It had, it had to be Audrey. It had to be her. Yeah. But, you know, 
<laughs> she gonna listen to this podcast one day, so I'm not trying it to say it was her. They all did it together. Yeah, they all did it. I'm sure Austin was trying to make it, and then Audrey, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a mystery. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he was like, "That's where the cheese went." I was like, "Wow." <laughs> These kids are comedy, man. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna move into today's topic. And today yes. we're talking about breasts. Boom, boom, boom. How many of us have them? Breasts. Mom friends. Mom friends. <laughs> when they can depend on. We're talking about mom friends, mom tribe, your mommy homies, you know? Yes. Where to find them? How you get them? Yes. on? So we're going to be talking about the truth about mom friends. Like there's so many layers to this topic and this actually came about, um, I was talking to Nicole because over the weekend, like I said, I went to Victoria Gardens and I was walking by and there was these two young ladies and they were talking like really loud. Like I am nosy and I do eavesdrop, but they were talking really loud like they wanted me to hear. Right. And so... <laughs> Because I could hear the conversation before I even like fully approached them. But they were just talking and I heard the girl say, I really want some mom friends. I don't have any. Um, I wish I just had like a group of girls that had kids around the same age as me that we could just hang out and vibe. And then she was just like, you know, all of my friends had their kids like 18 and in their 20s. And so now they have like 12 year olds and I'm 29 and I'm just having my first baby. So it's like, I can't really relate to them um, because their kids are in a totally different like age group. And so she was like, sometimes I just feel like isolated, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so um, I was just like, hmm, that's interesting. I should have doubled back and been like, hey, listen to our podcast, but I don't want to be a weirdo because like, bro, I shouldn't even have been listening to their conversation, but yeah. <laughs> You're like, listen, <laughs> no, let me just take a step back. Right. I was like, huh, maybe that would be too much. But what is your experience like with mom friends? Like, do you have a mom tribe or have you found your mom tribe, you know? You know what, to be honest with you, I have been so busy that I'm just now coming into the mom tribe era, like mm-hmm. I have three kids in the past six years. So yeah, I'm just now like getting my head up and making mom friends. Mm-hmm. But one thing I will say in the process of making mom friends is that what I've noticed is like one thing can ruin the whole situation. Like I feel like when you're meeting a mom, it's kind of like an interview. Like the mm-hmm. kids got to be around the same age. Yeah. Oh, well, I met somebody and we really kicked it off. Uh-huh. And you know, one thing that threw the whole thing off, I said husband. Oh. And she was recently divorced. Oh. And the second that moment happened, it was just like, all the interview just came to an end like that does change the dynamic yeah it shouldn't but it kind of does because yeah it shouldn't but but the reason why i think the dynamic shifts is because when people have kids and then they get a divorce Mm -hmm. they're like out wanting to have a good time go out you know like do and i don't blame them like live it up you know yeah 
And as a mom, like, I can live it up, but I got boundaries of how far right. I'm going to be living it. Right. Living it up. Right. <laughs> Out of respect for my partner, right? Right, right. So I think that's the tricky thing. It's like, you can meet somebody and they could be a mom. And then if your kids aren't the same age, it just ruins it because kids want to do separate things. And then yeah. also, like, if you are a mom that does gentle parenting and then you click with somebody and they do the complete opposite mm -hmm. like okay I know my friend doesn't listen to this podcast so I'm gonna tell you like I had this one friend like really really close to mm -hmm. and we haven't talked as much recently but one time she called her kid um like she told her kid in front of her, them that they were annoying mm. and I don't like that like I don't want you yeah, to talk like down to your kid, kid like that. Yeah. you know yeah. So I think it's and it's like crazy because you can be really cool with somebody and as a mom, I think different moms moms tend to hold themselves in such a high level. Yeah. That I understand that we can be honest with each other. Like I don't mind if you tell me that you think your kid is being annoying that day, but I don't want yeah. to hear you say it to your child. You right. Know? Right, right. And I like feel, little stuff I post about that today, about like what did it say? I think it said like you you know you found a good mom friend where you can have differences in your parenting styles and you can still respect each other. Right, right. But I feel like there's also levels to that because like you said, like if you're cussing your you know say this, but if you're cussing your kid out, like yeah. that's something that I don't think that I I know that I wouldn't be able to have you as a as a mom friend because if our kids are going to be playing with each other and you cuss your kid out in front of my kid you're going to scare my kid yeah <laughs> and, I don't, and i don't want to be a witness to that because i don't want to have to jump in and say anything because you, you're supposed to be able to parent the way you want to right but if we don't have the same value system and we don't you know we do things to polar opposite that couldn't work and so I think it's just the process is so, it's so, it's a personal thing. And I think it's just, and then also like, it's kind of hard to find the mom friends, like, yeah. especially right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. COVID makes it really hard too. Yeah. It makes it hard to find them. Like I've just been going back to people that I have known in the past that we've just been so busy that we haven't talked and just like reconnecting with those people mm -hmm. and like someone in particular we reconnected and our kids are totally different age groups mm -hmm. but we do things just together like we go for hikes yeah and like that's kind of our thing like we'll go for hikes we'll go work out we'll do that and it's just our time away yeah we bring the kids that's a good as that's a good part of um having mom friends too is not it doesn't always have to be about the kids like it can yeah. be somebody that you understands where you are in life like they understand that i might not be able to hang out all the time because i have kids well they have kids too so they understand like if you have to cancel um a hangout because you have to go take your kids somewhere or you were supposed to have a babysitter and the babysitter fell through it's like you know I totally understand like that happens whereas if it was somebody who doesn't have kids they might not be able to understand the same way so right. I think that um that does work well when you have like 
people in your in your tribe or in your group that you can actually like relate to i think it's important to even if you when you're picking mom friends pick people that you would be friends with on a normal day like you don't want to just be a friend with somebody just because they're a mom because it won't work like i wouldn't want to because i feel like i met a lot of different people when my um younger son when he was first born um <clears throat> i actually had like a big group of ladies yeah about this i was gonna stuff. ask you that about your yeah. your because i feel like you have one but yeah so i do have a smaller tribe now like when we first got started there was like 10 people from my church pregnant at the same time so one of my one of the girls in that group she started like this online facebook group with all the moms and we would chat in there and we would um have she would plan events where we would have play dates where all the kids come together we go to the park and all the kids would play and moms would hang out then um we had like mommy hangout night where we all went to dinner and the movies and saw it was some mom movie, a bad moms. We all saw bad moms together and like food and stuff. And so that was a really fun time because there were so many women in the group that you, there was like no way you couldn't connect with at least one person. Yeah. And so, um, so that was really nice. But, um, during that time, things were just a lot different. Like there wasn't COVID, you know, like our kids were all small. None of them were in school. Some of us were stay at home moms so we could get together during the week and like, you know, different things like that. But life changed. Everybody started having a second kid. And then once people started having a second kid, they had less time. Mm. So that I feel like that group kind of dwindled down, but I know that there are women that were in that large group that still are connected and I'm still connected with at least five of them, like on a closer basis, like we have a group chat mm. and all of our kids are the same age, like um, four out of five of us had doubles at the same time. So oh, wow. at our first kids, like from october through march and then our second group the the same (laughs) but it was like may it was like may through october or something like that but um they're all within months of each other and then um so it just made it just made it so that and now we all live in the same vicinity so some of us were kind of spread out but now people have migrated and we all live within the same area we're all married. So we have a lot in common. So I think when you find your mom friends, like you have to have people that you actually have things in common with because it just makes it flow a little bit easier. So like some tips, I would just say, if you're looking to find mom friends and you're like, I don't know where to start. Like, I don't know how to even do this or I'm shy or whatever. Um, it does make things a little bit harder with COVID, but I think too, like Nicole said, kind of like go within your network. Like if you have a friend that you used to like be friends with in high school or, you know, college or something. And then it's like, oh my gosh, you had a baby the same time as me. Like hit her in the DMs. Like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, oh my gosh, I see you're pregnant. I'm pregnant too. Like that's a way to kind of like reconnect with people and see how that vibes because you already have two things in common. Like you knew each other from college and now you're having a baby at the same time. 
And a lot of times the people on the other end are looking for the same thing. They're just kind of like afraid to make that first step, like kind of like dating, like. (laughs) It really does feel like dating. It really does. Like you said, like you kind of like kind of have to interview people, but if you like go with somebody that you kind of knew before, it's like, I kind of know their personality a little bit. I know like, you know, a little bit about how they are. Let me reach out and see how it goes. Right. And then I think another thing too, um, go within your, your network. So if you go to a story time at the library, or if you go to a little gym where there's kids, or I remember when I first had Kendon, I was doing all the activities with him. I had him in gymnastics. We went to the library every week. Um, I got him a membership for this indoor playground. And so I would meet people there. And so the indoor playground that we went to, we would go three times a week and it would be the same people there. Nice. So, and we all had kids the same age. <laughs> so, like... yeah, so it was just natural. Like the kids would play and we would talk. So I feel like a tip I have is just kind of don't be afraid to speak up because they're more than likely another person on the other end that's kind of looking for the same thing, but they're probably afraid just like you are. So... I would say speak up and try to like go within your network. I I feel like that's the easiest way to really do it. Go within your network or go within your same um, hobbies. I feel like hobbies is a good one. Like if you start a hobby Mm -hmm. and even, I feel like even at school, pick up and drop off, you know, okay, look at over the weekend, I was talking to a lady, right? Uh And she was now looking for more mom friends and the crazy thing about her was now all her kids were grown up Mm. and now she was back looking for more mom friends and I was just she was like but now it's like I can't even run into anybody because my kids are grown up Mm -hmm. I can't you know before it's at school drop off and at the uh, sports and practice, I would meet all these people, have all these friends. And now I moved to a different state and like, I'm just having to make all new friends all over. And my kids are adults. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dang, like even at her age, I think she probably was like early fifties, mm-hmm. just still trying to make some friends. I was like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to stress about it. Just make your friends as you go yeah. and just, take your time with it don't put so much pressure on yourself about it and do what's currently convenient for you yeah oh oh <laughs> oh 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 <laughs> i forgot about this something that i'm super hyped about uh-huh. is i just found a new disney group friends group <laughs> disney mom friends group oh wow so I can't wait till I can get my pass again, probably next year. And I'm doing mom meetups at Disneyland and that's it's going to be lit. Yeah, that's a really good idea. It's a face. There's a lot of different Facebook group yeah. ones out there. And so I was a part of one, but that one got full. So I, and then they only wanted people with current, current whatever's. And I like, I was like, y'all too much. So I exited them. Yeah. But I just got into a new one, and I'm like, oh my goodness, hanging out with moms at Disneyland? That's lit. 
that's another that's another tip too like you can go on um, facebook has so many different groups and i actually when i uh, became a stay-at-home mom i was like so it's different so like you have your mom friends and then you have like your stay-at-home mom friends because you can have mom friends and you guys can hang out on the weekends and things like that but when your kids are small and not in school it's also cool to have other stay-at-home moms that you can link up with throughout the week for play dates and you know you can also lean on each other for things because say you have an appointment i know one of my good friends um we actually became close when um we became moms around the same time and um we both ended up being stay-at-home moms she actually tried to go back to work and then she was like i can't do it so um, (laughs) so she ended up staying back home but now she's at work again because her kids in school anyways um, we did a lot of things together. We would meet up at the library. We would, they would come over to our house. We would go to their house. We would do field trips together, go to the pumpkin patch, things like that. But also if she needed to go somewhere, it's like, hey, can I drop her off real quick? I need to go make a run. Or I need to go to a doctor's appointment. Sure, drop her off. Like having those people there that, especially if you are a single mom or if you're someone who doesn't live near family and you don't have support like your mom tribe could also be a support system for you like not only could they be people who are you're able to go to to discuss things that you're not able to discuss with your family or to your regular group of friends because they just don't understand or they think you're being dramatic or you know there's a lot of different things that come into play when you are entering the world of motherhood like things change so if you have a group of friends who don't understand it can also push you into a place to where you feel like dang is there something wrong with me or am i am i tripping but when you find your mom tribe and they're like girl you ain't tripping i went through that last week like let me help you let me tell you what helped me and maybe you could try that or just encouraging you like i've been there before like you'll get through it or you know having that group chat to go to and be like i'm frustrated because my son's teacher did x y and z have you guys ever experienced this like just to be able to drop questions in the group chat (laughs) and you know what speaking of dropping things in the group chat if Uh you don't have a mom tribe i know this for sure when I was going to come out with this product that was going to be focused towards moms, right? Mm-hmm. And I joined all these different Facebook mom groups because I was creating this product that was going to go towards moms, right? Mm-hmm. One of the groups I, I joined was um, I Hate Mom Groups. <laughs> and it's like the safe, I, it's probably one of the safest mom groups I've ever seen because wow. they're all... A bunch of women who don't have mom groups and so they're at this point where they're just like i hate mom groups because it becomes so judgmental if you find the wrong yes. mom you know comparing each other's kids and like yeah mama and like ugh, yeah so they drop stuff in the group chat on facebook all the time and they're able to just be open and honest and like yeah. judgment free yeah. and a lot of them you know don't have the support and so they're able to just like hey what do you guys think about this or that Mm -hmm. and 
for it to be called a hate mom groups, it's really is supportive, united and supportive. <laughs> that's so ironic. That's funny. That's crazy because that's what I was trying to say when I first started that other statement was about yeah. the the Facebook groups. So I joined a Facebook group when I first became a stay at home mom, and it's called um, Black Stay at Home Moms. Mm. And so, because I was joining other groups and it just wasn't relatable, like I was just like, "What are y'all talking about?" <laughs> and so, um, so I started in the beginning, like it was cool because you know, like you said, like they would drop things in there, ideas. It wasn't super judgy. Like I feel like people were very um, supportive, and and I think they still are. I don't frequent in the group as much because it kind of turned into like a lot of the moms were going through a lot with their husbands yeah and or the relationships that they were in and it just become it just became like a lot so at first i tried to like you know comment and send support and like prayers or advice um when women were going through different things but um it was just got heavy i'm just like these women are going through so much, so much. like being a stay-at-home mom and not having the real support of the of their partner it's just like they want them to stay at home because daycare is too expensive but they don't have any support from them like they have to literally do everything for the kids they have to make sure that he has everything that he needs he he won't even take out the trash they have to ask for money like it's just like so much that these women go through but it is you know, good that they're able to come to that space. And it's sad how many people in the group can relate to that. But it's also good that people are there. I've seen people come and express what they went through, how they got through it, tips on how to get out of a situation if you need to. Um, So it was a, it's a, it's a great community. If you can find, like Nicole said, like there's so many groups. So if that's not your thing, you can move on to something else to find. It doesn't have to be people that are physically there. One thing that I do like about that group though, is that it's, um, it's all throughout the United States and they have a thread. Um, you can go through your state Mm. and drop your city. And so somebody else from your city can, comments under you or send you a message or whatever so a lot of them do meetups and like play dates and stuff like that so um it's an online community that you can embrace in your in your real life so you know what i you know my favorite my favorite mom group since i don't have like a whole bunch of i don't have a whole bunch of friends period but um my favorite group is my actual city's mom group oh so like my city has a Facebook mom group and is it, for, that's been, uh, is it for actually your city or the, the, the bigger city? I don't want to say where you live, but yeah, for my actual city. Oh, okay. Cause I tried to find one for mine. I couldn't find it. They, oh, they, I'm in that one too, but I'm oh. <laughs> my current city. I think, uh-huh. I think that one does have one, but oh. I'll, I'll look, I'll look. Uh-huh. So in mine, I love it because it, it the moms all keep us all updated about what's going on at the different schools and mm-hmm. outbreaks or like like um, parks or what park not to go to or 
there's this event happening like it just is like an inner circle of what's in our little city and what's going on yeah that's dope that's my favorite one and then also moms like will reach out and say hey guys i have kids at this age i'm trying to make some friends who wants to meet me up at the park Yes, I've actually seen that in my community um, Facebook group as well. Like a mom was in there like, um, I actually commented in there too. Like if anybody's kids going to such and such, did you guys get the information like before school started? But there was another mom in there that was actually offering um, like, what do you call it? Homeschool packets. She's like, I used to be a teacher and now I'm a stay at home mom and I'm doing homeschool packets if anybody wants any. So I was like, oh, that's so nice. But, um, <laughs> so that I is asking, nice. Have you ever had any like really bad mom friend experience? Like where it was just like, uh-uh. <laughs> Let me think. Um, like... Uh, or, some, or a situation where you're like, I think you kind of already mentioned this though. A situation where you're like, uh, I don't know if that'll work. I don't think that I've had any like really terrible um, mom friend experience, but there has been like awkward situations where there's somebody in the group who like compares all the time. Oh, that's annoying. Or they'll always ask you, like, is your kid doing X, Y, and Z? Is your kid doing X, Y, and Z? Have they started doing this? Have they started doing that? But you can tell that it's, like, they're quizzing you or they're quizzing your kid, like, yeah, just so that they can brag about, like, whatever their kid is doing. That is a turnoff for me for, like, a mom group. Like, no, I don't want us to compare kids. Like, you can share you know the great things that you're doing in your family or that your kids are doing but i don't like the whole questioning other moms about where their kids are because every kid is different and you don't know what that other mom is going through trying to get their kid to a certain place or if they are struggling in the area that could trigger them definitely trigger um you know i've more so come across like rude comments like a couple of weeks ago, I was at my pop-up shop, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not a couple, a couple of months ago. And like, I had just had my daughter, maybe like I was two months postpartum, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe like a month postpartum, it was something, but she was, I was pumping a little bit, but it wasn't really going well and she wasn't gaining weight and I was breastfeeding, but it just wasn't working out. I've talked about it before in the breastfeeding episode, okay? Uh-huh. And I was there and I was just like, just shared with the lady like, oh yeah, I just had a baby like a couple months ago, whatever. And she was like, she was like, oh, but you're here. So like, shouldn't you be breastfeeding? And I was just like, well, I was like, well, I am, but you know, also she was having trouble anyway. So she does, you know, both. And she was like, and so then she was like, oh, so you're feeding your child poison? Oh my God. And in that moment, trigger 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 (laughs) i was like hold it together like and she was kind of older too and Mm -hmm. i was just thinking it's always the older ones right but i was just like i I just had to like pull it together i just kind of blocked out and kind of had to pull it together but i was just thinking like how dare you and then 
I was um, venting about it to my mom friend and she's a nurse and she was like, so what does she want your child to do? Starve? Or? Right. She's like, don't, doesn't she realize like in other countries, um, they don't have formula at all. So right. if your child didn't have, if that was your only source and your child wasn't gaining weight, what does she want your child to do? It'd be malnutritious. And it was just like, That's I was already insecure about, about it. Huh? That's what I don't understand about people that say things like that. Like, yeah. if there was another option, like, I understand, I don't even understand that. I feel like it's a mom's choice to do what they feel like is best for their baby. But yeah. you don't know how hard someone has tried. Right. Like, you don't I, know how hard or like, you know, you're not sleeping a lot. Like, it's just, it's a lot, right? Yeah. So, it's hard to get because they have to go back to work immediately yeah. after and their companies are not giving them proper times to pump even though they're right. supposed to it's, it's the law but it doesn't happen that way so when she said that i just thought like how rude like how dare you you know mm-hmm. so i don't know i i i'm i'm already so picky about friends that it's yeah, so hard it for me to be yeah i'm real picky so for me to even take the next deeper step of being a mom friend like i'm real picky so mm-hmm. yeah, um, you, you have to find people that you can actually click with because yeah. like we talked about before like it's one thing like you want to have mom friends so that your kids can have other kids to play with and you can talk to them about motherhood and things like that but they also become like your regular friends too so yeah. I want to be able to like hang out with you outside of the kids. Like if I need to just get a break and I'm like, Oh, I have a babysitter or my husband's going to watch the kids. And I want to just go out to dinner with somebody like, you know, like you want to have friends, mom friends that you can do both with. Like, I don't want to just like have to be around the kids all the time. Like I want to be able to chill. You know, what's annoying is when you meet somebody, like I met somebody one time and I was like, oh my goodness, she could be a good mom friend, Mm -hmm. but she had so many other mom friends Mm -hmm. and they have their own group that it just felt like clicky. It felt so clicky that it was just like, I don't even feel comfortable entering this group. It's already clicked up and she was cool, but the rest of the group, it was like, I can't guys I just can't this is too inland empire for me Mm -hmm. um and so (laughs) so it's like even if you do find somebody if they have a whole bunch of mom friends that it's already like dedicated every weekend it's, it's hard to get in there yeah because when I was going to that um the indoor playground with Kendon that I had a membership to there was now I do remember there was a group in the city of um like a mom group and they all came to the indoor playground one time and i was just like the the girl that i always hang out with i was like who are these people she was like girl they from the mom group and i'm like what (laughs) and she was like she was like they're so annoying they come in here with all their kids Because, like, she had her one daughter, and then I would have mine. And on a normal day, there was maybe six or seven kids in there because it wasn't a yeah. place. And we would come in and out. Like, I would come closer to nap time because it wasn't as many kids in there. And my son took a later nap. 
So when they came in and they were like doing like a, um, a featured, um, so one of the moms did story time there and another one did crafts in the place. Mm. And so she like, girl, here they come. And they came in and just, oh, you know, it was just like an air about them that they were just like the it little crew. And it's like, oh, where are you guys from? Oh, you are? How come you're not in our group? And da 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 And um, they were talking about the kids' birthday parties and like, oh, I'm having my party here. And it was just very like not my vibe. Right. And um, so I was just like, no, I don't think. And they gave me a flyer before they left. Like, oh, make sure you follow us so that you can meet up for the next meetup. And, da -da -da -da. and then you had to pay dues. And it was like, you had to host a, a snack party once a month. I know what that is. That's a stroller mom group. They they weren't the strollers. They weren't the strollers? No. Oh my goodness. Them strollers would be on there. But yeah, they was on top of it. And I was like, it would be cool if there were at least one or two people in the group that I could kind of relate to. But it, from, from what I gathered, it was not. And then the girl who I talked to at the playground she had she tried it before and she was like nah sis you're not gonna like that <laughs> <laughs> she was like listen just yeah keep it cute and keep it moving right so sometimes you you know you got to get a little inside uh scoop on what's going on but to me it's like any other way of trying to make friends like yeah it's just a specific thing and I do see the value in it. I think it's important to have people that you can go to outside of your family or your normal friend group. Cause it's just some things that your normal friend group is not going to understand if they don't have children. Right. Like the answers that they'll give you to a problem is going to be way different than a mom who actually went through it. Yeah. Well, and so, and it can be very helpful. So I would say, if you don't have any, just kind of put yourself out there a little bit. Um, reach out to the people in your network. Get on Facebook. Try to go to a Facebook group and fill out, you know, to see what kind you like. Um, reach out oh. to us. We want to try to, the goal of this is to start our own community as well. So yeah. reach out to us on Instagram. Hopefully, once this COVID stuff gets under control, we can start doing meetups and hangouts and things like that. Like, that's the vision of somebody's mama. It's not just a podcast. We want to form a community where a safe place where we all can come together and feel comfortable, talk about things, hang out, have a good time, chat it up, watch our kids grow, encourage, cheer each other on, support each other's businesses, like everything that you would do within a community so um yeah. if you don't have that reach out to us we're here we're here to talk you know because instead of showing up at the playground we're gonna be setting we're gonna be meeting up at the resort okay yes at the winery child we're gonna be at temecula okay <laughs> we're gonna be at the winery child and we're gonna have weekend getaways so you better link up because yeah we're trying to get okay. some retreats popping where we can let our hair down. We can talk about motherhood, but we can also talk about life. Like we have yeah. big dreams for somebody's mama, okay? And that's you. You somebody's mama. <laughs> you somebody's mama. <laughs> yes. So we hope you guys enjoyed this little chat. 
Indeed. Um, and hopefully you guys gain some tips and some insight on this whole mom tribe, mom friends. Um, you know, it could be a little intimidating, especially if you're a first time mom or you're someone who's never branched out and tried anything like this. But in my experience, I think that it is very beneficial and it's worth it. Even if you have one or two, it doesn't have to be 10 people. Sometimes right. it's better when you only have one or two. Yeah. Even for me, sometimes I feel like I'm better off with just, a, I got a couple of them. Because... Yeah. Cause then you don't have to deal with all them personalities and like, but the face okay i know we gotta go but friday nights the mom facebook groups be lit i don't know I'm yes. just to friday night the mom facebook group so at night period because that's what all yeah. the moms is chilling the kids asleep the the partners are asleep and everybody's just on facebook like girl what you do today like it's lit i thought it was really cute one time in the um like during quarantine, you know, nobody was getting dressed. So somebody put a challenge up for everybody to, um, I think they called it like Fun Friday or something like that. They challenged everybody to do something different out of their normal routine. So mm -hmm. whether it was fixing your hair up different, putting on some makeup or actually putting on real clothes and then take a photo of yourself and drop it in the chat. It was so fun because some people like they really couldn't do much. So they was like, girl, I'll put some edge control on today. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> or it was like, I'm wearing a pink t-shirt instead of a white t-shirt today. Like it was or I saw earrings today. Hey. And then like everybody was just like pumping each other up, like, oh girl, you look cute. You know, I did a twist out, whatever. So I thought that was really cute and encouraging. So that's the type of little fun stuff. Like when you find a group that works, it can be uplifting, fun, and very beneficial. So we hope Amen. that you guys are encouraged by this and, you know, send us a little chat in our, um, send us a little chat on Instagram to let us know that you're listening and that you're here. Um, what can we say on our most recent, huh? Oh, wait, go ahead. Sorry. I'm going to say in our most recent post, if you're listening to this episode, um, hashtag mom tribe under our most recent post on Instagram to let us know that you listened today. Okay. Yes. That's going to be your homework. <laughs> I love that. We're going to start doing that. We're going to keep doing that. Yeah. We're going to do like little insiders. So we, we know that you guys are listening, that you're here with us because we don't have comments on here, so we can't see, you know? So just comment on our last recent post after you listen to this, hashtag mom tribe or hashtag mom vibes, whatever you want, a cute little emoji, and we'll shout you out. Amen. All right, so that's it for today's show, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Yes, later.